Let's have an honest conversation about AI. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOPreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOPreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. In this episode, I'm going to talk about AI. And one of the points that I'm going to make is that I am doubling down on my marketing. Because I know that there are still lots of opportunities out there for the human voice actor. Now, if you're ready to double down on your marketing, keep an eye out for VoiceOver Marketing Playbook, the step-by-step marketing course that's going to teach you how to find your own leads, build your own client base, and become the consistently working voice actor that you want to be. Playbook is back January 8th through the 17th, 2024 at voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. That's voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. The VOPreneur Podcast. Hey. It doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original everyday VOPreneur. In the last couple of months, not surprisingly, one question, one topic, one subject has come up more often than any other question. And for a change, it has nothing to do with marketing. People aren't asking me about where to market or how to market or how to find leads or what to post on social media, although I think those are the questions they should be asking. What everybody wants to talk about instead is AI. There is so much fear and uncertainty around AI that I think it is actually starting to impact voice actors' ability to book to successfully audition, to successfully market. I think that all of this AI talk, all of this AI hype is getting in our heads and it's really starting to screw things up. And so I did an episode a month or two ago with Bev Standing. We talked a lot about AI and I will reference that in the show notes. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that episode, I really think you should go back and listen to that episode. But what I want to do here is I want to give you in the form of a podcast the same advice that I've been giving to the voice actors that have been coming to me with their concerns about AI, because I do think that it's a subject that we need to have a conversation about. And I do think that there are things that we should be talking about that will hopefully set your mind at ease a little bit so that you can just get back to doing the thing. Because if you are spending all of your time sweating, obsessing, and stressing over AI, I can imagine what kind of impact that is having on your business. And it's not going to be a good one. The irony of it is that all of the stress about AI could potentially be having more of an impact on your voiceover business and your success than AI itself. Because you're spending so much time thinking about this thing and stressing over this thing that it is impacting your capacity to go to work every day. And I've talked to voice actors who feel that way. I've talked to voice actors who are doubting their decision to get into voiceover. I've talked to voice actors who are questioning whether or not they've been wasting all of their money on demos in a home studio and getting everything set up and running. I've talked to voiceovers who are concerned that this is the beginning of the end of their careers and and there's so much fear. I'm not seeing evidence in my business yet and, you know, knock on wood, I'm not seeing the evidence that says that this is something that I need to be like completely and utterly terrified of at this point. So that's why I say that I think that so much of what is impacting the voiceover industry from an AI standpoint 
isn't the actual AI itself. It's the fear and the speculation and the stress and the doubt and the uncertainty around AI. So let's talk about that. You can log into a Facebook group on any given day in the voiceover community, and you're going to find somebody complaining about AI. You're going to find somebody sharing another post about another AI job. You're going to see another complaint about a text-to-speech project. You're going to see another concern about what do I do if or whatever. I'm not so ignorant to say that these things aren't out there. Of course they are out there. But just because there's a text-to-speech job on an online casting platform doesn't mean that you need to audition for it. And part of the argument is, well, if I don't audition for it, everybody else is auditioning for it. Okay, but if all of the truly working professionals aren't auditioning for these text-to-speech jobs, and that means that maybe newer voice actors who are starting out who maybe haven't honed their craft quite as much, if they're the ones that are auditioning, that's going to impact the quality of the end result of the AI. And so is that really hurting you in the long run? I don't know. At this point, I would say maybe not. What you have to do, you know what? The easiest thing to do, and I know this is not what anybody's going to do, but the easiest thing to do is just stop reading all this stuff in the Facebook group. Stop engaging with it. Stop joining in the fear cycle, the hype cycle, the panic cycle. Set your mind at ease. When the news feels overwhelming to you, what do you do? You stop watching the news. You give yourself a break. I think the same thing could be said for all of this AI stuff. Is being on Facebook and being in these groups and stressing over this stuff and and joining the Pitchfork Mafia, is that helping you move your business forward? Is it making a difference in how you feel about all of this stuff? Or is it just causing you more stress, more anxiety, more fear, more uncertainty? I've been doing a lot of reading about AI, but I have not been reading about AI in voiceover groups. I've been reading books on AI. I've been reading articles on AI in a number of different magazines, Entrepreneur, Fast Company, Fortune, all of these different magazines. I'm trying to get a more clear perspective on where this is all going and how this all plays out. Now, I will be the first to admit at this point that I do not have the answers. What I do have is a lot less stress than a lot of other people that I'm seeing in the voiceover community who are only reading the speculation, the assumptions, the guesswork that is being posted in these online communities. And I'm just not sure that that's the place where you're going to form an educated opinion at this point. It's certainly not the place where you're going to get the information that is going to put your mind at ease. I'm paying attention to what Nava is doing and the conversations that Nava is happening. I am so much more interested in what they're bringing to the table than what I am with what text-to-speech jobs on online casting are bringing to the table. Nava is actually going to help shape policy. Nava is actually going to help lay the groundwork for how this is treated going forward. I want to pay attention to those conversations. I want to know what big tech is doing. I'm curious to see where government interventions are going to come in and, and what kind of regulation is going to come around. I want to educate myself on that stuff, not just on the fear and hype cycle. So the first piece of advice that I would have for you is be careful where you are absorbing your information, because are you actually absorbing factual information that is going to help you to develop and form a better 
educated opinion? Or is it just a place where there's a lot of anger and speculation and fear and doubt and uncertainty going on? And that's not really helping you with anything. So that's my first piece of advice. My second piece of advice that I'm giving to voice actors is to focus on what you can control, not on what you can't control. I cannot control ChatGPT. I cannot control OpenAI. I cannot control what Adobe does with AI or what Google does with AI. I cannot control the AI companies that are coming into existence. I can't control how TikTok uses AI in the platform. I don't, those things are all beyond my power. They're all beyond my scope. So spending all of my time and my energy and my brain capacity, quite frankly, stressing over those things, it's not going to help me at all. It's just going to create more stress, more fear, more doubt, more uncertainty. So I want to focus on the things that I can control. So what are the things that I can control? I can control my mindset and my attitude. I can control how I approach this whole entire topic on a macro level. And I can control how I approach the individualized circumstances that I'm going to find myself in when it comes to dealing with AI and having those conversations with clients and, and trying to figure out where the common ground is or what the solutions are. I can control that. I can control my mindset and I can control my attitude. I can choose to live in fear of AI or I can just as easily choose to get educated. And rather than being based on fear and the doubt and the uncertainty and the speculation, which so much of this is, I can inform myself and my attitude and my mindset on fact and what's really going on. In a number of the interviews that I've done in the podcast over the fall, I was interviewing voice actors across multiple genres of voiceover. All of the voice actors that I talk to are aware of AI, they're paying attention to AI, but none of them are talking about losing work to AI. Yet, I'll add that caveat. But the point is, if you read some of the stuff going on in the online communities, you would think that it's already game over. But I'm just not seeing that. I'm not seeing it in my own business. I'm still signing new clients on a weekly basis. I've actually had more clients who have tried AI and come back to me or come to me for the first time than I have lost clients to AI. Because up to this point, as far as I know, I have not lost a client to AI. But I've definitely had some people who have said, we tried it, we hated it, we need a human. I'm focusing on that. So you can control your mindset and you can control your attitude and, and how you approach this overall. You also have control over your service. If you're genuinely worried that your clients might leave you to go to AI, what do you do? You double down on the excellence of your service. You get the job done a little bit faster. You make it a little bit easier for them to get those revisions. You're, you're a little bit more accommodating maybe in a, in a directed session. Maybe you give them an extra take. Whatever it is, there are things that you can do as a business owner and a voice actor to deliver an even more exceptional level of service than you've already delivered because I can tell you right now, AI can't do that. And there is a value that we place on service. Look at the things that people are complaining about online on a regular basis, particularly now that we're into the holiday season. We're complaining about self-checkout. We're complaining about nobody being on the floor to help us when we're in retail. 
because there are no humans left. Uh, there was recently a post that I saw where we're talking about QR codes on the table at restaurants because nobody comes around to pay your check anymore. You've got to actually scan a QR code and do it on your app. All of these things that we're complaining about are things where we're losing human interaction. It's walking into the bank and there's no longer tellers. They only direct you to the, the bank machine. We miss that human interaction. We miss that level of customer service that comes. I spent two hours on hold with my cable company a couple of weeks ago, trapped in an endless sea of automated prompts that was absolutely infuriating because I just wanted to talk to a human. So it stands to reason if all of the things that are frustrating us right now are this loss of human interaction, this loss of service, the, the ways that AI maybe offers a level of convenience, but it doesn't offer a level of service, then that stands to reason that as a voice actor, one of the things that we can control, that we can do better, is provide better service. Work a little bit harder at building that relationship with your client. Don't just have a transactional relationship. Get to know them a little bit better. Develop that relationship, nurture that relationship and provide an excellent level of service. Something else that you can control is the quality of your product. When is the last time that you had a professional engineer, not one of your voiceover colleagues, not you, an outside set of ears, a professional engineer, when is the last time that you had one of those people listen to your audio and say, your stuff is good, keep going? Or they might listen to your audio and say, you could tweak this, or you can improve this, or you could update that. You can control the quality of your product. That includes the audio quality that you are delivering. It, it includes the editing quality of the audio that you are delivering. These are things that are within your control and that you can do better. We've all listened to these AI voices. It's very blatantly obvious when you're listening to an AI at this point, and most of the time it is not enjoyable to listen to. So what can we do as humans? We double down on the quality of our product. We make sure that we sound so much better that even if there was a cost savings involved, it's not worth it because there's a potential loss on the other side because the quality of the product isn't as good. So we double down on the quality of our product. That is something that is inside of my control. So that is one of the things that I have been focusing on. Another thing that you can control is your level of acting. AI can't act yet. Maybe the time will come. Maybe the day will come. I don't know. But thus far, AI can't act. And I don't know about you guys, but as I'm reading the specs and I'm reading the briefs for the auditions that I'm seeing on a regular basis, it is becoming increasingly obvious to me that acting is going to be key going forward. The voice actors that are going to survive whatever happens, the AI apocalypse, whatever you want to call it, the voice actors that are going to come out on the other side of that who are still booking are the voice actors who can act. They're the voice actors who can read the brief and figure out who they're talking to and deliver the specs exactly as the client is looking for. When is the last time you did something to improve your acting? Maybe that's working with a performance coach. Maybe that's taking an improv class. Maybe that's taking an acting class. Maybe it's 
Signing up to be in a play in your local theater, which forces you to do some actual acting. There are so many variables that are within your control when it comes to improving your acting. Signing up for a workshop through Gravy for the Brain or VO Peeps or the GVAA or Real Voice LA. There's so many different places where you can sign up for a workshop and brush up on your skills. The learning should never stop. So if we're focusing on the things that are within our control and things that can help us to last longer, I guess you would say, focus on the level of acting skill that you can bring to the table. And the other thing that you can control is your marketing. I continue to market on a daily basis. And you know what? I continue to have new clients coming into my business on a regular basis. Clients who are finding me through social media, clients who are responding to my emails, clients who are finding my website because I'm constantly working on trying to drive more traffic to my website, whether that's through sharing links or reaching out to people directly and inviting them to the website or looking for ways that I can improve my SEO. I can control my marketing. I can control how many people I reach out to. I can control the areas, the genres that I'm reaching out to, and I can control the message that I'm giving. I can focus on that human touch. I can talk about acting. I can talk about customer service. I can talk about the quality of my product. I can talk about the setup in my home studio. I can talk about their ability to do directed sessions with me, whatever it is, but I can still focus on my marketing. And that is something that I am not giving up on. I would love to be able to tell you that 10 or 15 or 20 years from now, we're all still going to be here and we're all still going to be doing voice acting. I would love to be able to say that. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. I don't know. But there's two ways that I can look at that scenario. I can live in fear of that scenario and I can live in fear of the uncertainty of that scenario. And I can let that fear impact my emotion in my attitude, in my mindset, in my interactions with other voice actors, in my interactions with other clients, and, and I can, can let it control how I approach my auditions, which is all negative, by the way. So I can choose to do that, or I can choose to focus on the things that I can control, and I can double down. My general sweeping response to this whole entire thing was, if this is coming, I mean, it's already here, but it's, you know, going to continue to grow and evolve. If I don't know how long I have left, five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, I don't know, because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know what's going to happen with the technology. We don't know what's going to happen with regulation. We don't know what's going to happen with, with government. We don't know what's going to happen with clients. We don't know what's going to happen with the receiving audience. There's already been examples of companies who have attempted to use AI in their videos and their advertising, and the feedback has been really negative on it. I have seen that in e-learning, where companies attempted to do AI e-learning, and the feedback was completely negative. And so they're like, okay, we tried that. It didn't work. We're going back to human again. There's so many variables in the midst of all of this that there's no point in living in fear because we don't know what the outcome is going to be. So what do we do? I have said that I am going to double down. I'm going to double down on my business. I'm going to double down on my skill. I'm going to double down on my product. I'm going to double down on my marketing. And I am going to make as much money as humanly possible in voiceover while it is possible for me to make money as a human. 
whether that is 5, 10, 15, 20, or 50 more years. Okay, I probably won't be here in 50 years, but you get the idea. I am not going to live in fear because that doesn't help anyone. It doesn't help me. It doesn't help my business. It doesn't help my family. I am going to live in the confidence of what I bring to the table. I'm going to trust in my skill and my ability as a voice actor, as a marketer, as somebody who has the ability to form human relationships with other humans. I'm going to trust all of that. And I'm going to double down on all of that. And while all the other voice actors that are out there who are living in fear and are pulling back, all that's doing is creating more opportunity for me, which is all the more reason for me to double down. So if you're going to live in fear, just know that there is a group of us who are out there who are going to pick up all of that slack because we're not giving up and we're not living in fear. I don't know how this plays out. I just know that until such a time as it is blatantly, abundantly obvious to me that I no longer have the ability to function as a voice actor, which I'm not actually convinced that's ever going to happen at this point. But until we get to that point, regardless of how far off into the future that may be, I double down. I focus on the things that I can control and I stop stressing and sweating and fearing the things that I can't. So if you were going to book a coaching session with me and you were going to ask that question, now you don't have to. Because this is the advice that I would give you. This is the advice that I have been giving to every voice actor for the last few months who has been asking me that question. Stop buying into the fear cycle. Stop buying into the hype cycle. Stop buying into the speculation. Arm yourself with facts, with data. And don't worry about the things that are beyond your control. Only focus on the things that are in your control. If you do that, then I believe that you are still going to continue to have a thriving business for years into the future. The Everyday VOPreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. You have a great website, right? Well, make sure you host it at some place that doesn't suck. Hey, it's Brad Newman, fellow VO Pro for 28 years and owner of UpperLevelHosting.com. People ask why us, and that's simple. We make it easy, respect your time, save you money, and just make all the magic happen. You don't need to know all the tech stuff when it comes to hosting your website. We got you. Ask around tens of thousands of client interactions later and six years of amazing customer service and not a single negative complaint ever. Upperlevelhosting.com. And see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more VOPreneur goodness? Jump online at veopreneur.com.